Hannah McQueen, our financial expert, is with us. Kia ora, Hannah. Good morning. It is that most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. The end of the financial year is what, uh, three to two and a half, three weeks away, which for... For most of us who are being paid salaries isn't a big deal, but for people who have investment properties, means a little bit of work. Yeah, that's right. So if that property was bought before March 2021 uh, and was it or built uh, purchased subsequent, you're going to be impacted. So let's talk about that, what the impact is. The tax deductibility is reducing from 75% to 50%. Yep. So of your interest costs, that means, say, if you've got a $750,000 mortgage on your property, that property, as of the 1st of March, sorry, 1st of April, is going to cost you $8,000 a year more in tax you will now have to pay. Right. And that's on top of higher interest rates, higher rates, <laughs> higher insurance costs. So yeah. the impact of all of that is that that weekly top-up is now going to be a few hundred dollars more outside of the interest rates increasing, which is also probably a few hundred dollars more a week. So that's it's pretty... Um, it's not that's insignificant, gonna, is it? Yeah. No, and I think for some people, especially the middle class, and this is the thing that uh, I really despise about this legislation, is that it disproportionately impacts the middle class mm. because their ability to afford that top-up is much lower than people who are earning a lot of income, right? Yeah, right. So when you are adding a few hundred dollars more a week or increasing that top-up amount, that hold cost, you're making it less likely for them to be able to hold to get the capital gain that they were trying to get from that one property to help fund their retirement or yeah. help their kids, right? So, well, which in some part was the purpose, right? And I'm not saying necessarily targeting the, the middle class, but I mean, that was in, in some ways the purpose of the of the changes. I mean, they, they, they ultimately figured this might have some impact on housing affordability. Yeah, but then how, how does it? Because you say, well, if it's costing me more to hold, I'm going to be putting up the rents mm. in order to uh, try and combat that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think the soundbite was affordability, but I think it possibly was just a tax on those people who were trying to get ahead. Mm. And there are easier ways to tax that and a more equitable outcome, right? Mm. Like, mm. I get that um, this government doesn't like people who own property, whatever. Introduce a stamp duty. A stamp duty will make more money than this particular tax and not disproportionately impact the poor <laughs> or the middle class. That, that's what because they're going to have cash to pay the tax. Yeah, this is this criminal outcome where they don't have the cash to pay the tax, and that's that's the thing that's not appropriate with this tax. And so the impact for this person, this middle class person, say, who are going to hold this property for ten years because they can't afford to uh, to not deal with their retirement gap, right? So they're taking responsible measures here. Yeah, uh, that's going to cost them one hundred and sixty thousand dollars of tax in the next 10 years, and they haven't got the cash for that. Mm. Whereas if they just charged a, a stamp duty when they sold it for 160 grand, if they want to make it the same amount, mm. uh, well, then that would be a whole lot easier. That would be a fairer outcome that still benefits everyone the same way or, or doesn't impact the affordability of those properties. So if the... If the um servicing costs have have really significantly hit people the combination of those higher interest costs and the changes in deductibility i mean is it is it likely there are going to be people who have to sell oh absolutely and there are some people who should sell and use it as an opportunity to do 
to replace their property, yeah. um, although they're probably going to feel a bit burned. So I think this is a time where even if you had purchased a property for a long-term kind of impact, you need to be assessing each year whether the property is still the right one for you to maximise the chances of that outcome. And when we're doing that with clients, we look at four key areas. We look at well, what are the costs now of holding this property? So mm. what's the yield? What are the repairs? What's the tax implications? Because that impacts your ability to hold. Yep. And then we consider the wider tax implications, so non-deductibility versus deductibility. Because this is the silly thing. If you had purchased a property that was new as opposed to an existing property, then you could claim, or say from now, the 21st, March yeah. the 21st, uh, 2021, those You're exempt. costs are fully yeah. exempt. It's, yeah. like, it's just mad. So you consider the tax implications, so that's, deductibility, capital gains, and bright line, because it might be that you do have mm. to sell even if you are in bright line, or we might be able to hold for a couple of years, and then that's going to save you you know, tens of thousands of dollars of interest. Mm. We want to consider the equity that would get released if you were to sell and what that would allow us to do. So you kind of, that's a two-pronged approach. And then we need to look at the capital gain potential. So how likely is it that that property is going to go up in value at the same pace that it has before. <laughs> and that's when you've got to look at the size of the market, the prospects of the location. Have we got diminishing growth outcomes? How many bedrooms? And that's before you overlay market forecast and interest rate projections. So all of that kind of shakes down to, well, there's a cost to holding this property and there is an opportunity cost of holding this property. Mm. And what could we be doing if we were to replace it with something that was more deliberate in trying to serve your situation better. Mm. And I know that selling the property, and I've had to say this to clients, that we do have to replace this property because it's going to cost you $300,000 more than yeah. what a better property would. So the numbers stack up. But I know that it's a hassle to sell, and I know that there's a cost. And sometimes people have got emotional attachment to these properties yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. But we've just got to kind of move away from the emotion, focus on the numbers and what this property was supposed to help you achieve. And if it was... Uh, to help you serve, you know, have enough money for retirement, well, then let's make sure that it is actually yeah. on track to do that. Love your work, Hannah. As always, thank you so much. Hannah McQueen from Enable Me. You can find her at enable.me.